Kelman on We are super passionate about, uh, I don't know, just lending our voice, the voice we have, the platform we have, um, to really, really great initiatives. And on the other side of this, we're going to speak about uh, Becoming Legacy, which is a youth empowerment platform that aims to positively impact South African urban youth with the message of hope for their future. That's a long sentence. Basically, they're making South Africa a better place. Uh, and we're going to find out exactly what that entails in four seconds. Kelman on so I always say like we're living in one of the greatest times to be alive. More people have access to a voice now than ever before with social media. You no longer have to wait to see something on TV or to be on TV in order to spread your message or what you think. You can get a Twitter account, a Facebook account, but I don't always think we know how to harness that power. Um, and even though people are freer now than they've ever been before, the conversations that we're seeing online around people who may not have had a voice before have certainly made other people very aware of what other people's lives are like. So before, we sort of had an idea of what someone's life might be like, but now with everybody having a voice, um, more issues are coming to the fore in terms of what other people on our planet, amongst the six billion of us, are going through. And in our South African context, um, certainly I think more South Africans now are aware of what other South Africans are up to and thinking and feeling. And there's a lot more conversations happening in 2018 that could have happened many, many years ago. Um, but now is the time to, to have it. Um, and uh, this is essentially, I think, what, what Becoming Legacy was born out of, is that trying to have conversations that are going to empower young South Africans who are the future. And it always sounds cheesy, like kids of the future and that kind of thing. But that's the reality. Um, so joining us, we have uh, the founder of Becoming Legacy, uh, Sean Naidu, as well as uh, Linda Sokulu, um, who many will know from her numerous television roles from Clio and Generations. Like, I mean, she totally rocked it to Isdingo. She's just wildly accomplished, and Google will tell you all of those credits. We could be have a whole hour if we have to list every one of them by one. But this is a really, really cool cred to have, Linda, which is a, a passion for uplifting youth. And you're going to tell us in a second a little bit more about it tomorrow's event. Um, but what is it born out of within you, this desire to spend your time uplifting young South Africans? Why pay it forward? Well, like you said just now, so, um, the kids are the future. And um, at the end of the day, knowledge is power. Uh, we all get into different industries uh, for whatever reason. If you want to become an accountant, if you want to become an actor, whatever it is that you want to do. And obviously going into it, you always have the belief in self that you will you will you will conquer whatever mm. it is that you are striving to do. But without the knowledge of whatever that industry entails, it becomes very difficult once you're in it to know how to navigate through certain things. So mm. in informing people uh, before they even get into that industry what to, to do or how to manage uh, certain situations or what the reality of that uh, field of work looks like, um, that that's very helpful before a person, you know, jumps into that huge ocean. Mm. Yeah. Sean, it would appear that Becoming Legacy is very connected to the issues on the ground. So you're not just saying, what are my issues as one person? You're saying, what are the broader issues that young South Africans may face when they enter the workplace? How do you go about assessing what, you know, more than just you are thinking and more than just you are thinking are issues in our country? Well, you know, firstly, I was always taught that you should speak from what you know. Mm. And when I started becoming, it was really about how I became me and the things I got to do. Um, but when we went out and we went live with it, so to speak, and we put it in the world, we, we, we always knew that we wanted to be more relevant than just words. Mm. So we're constantly paying attention to what's happening. And because our 
foundation message is one of hope that you can become anything you want to become. If we find something that pre- presents an obstacle to, to young people that is going to hurt them, that is going to prevent them from, you know, just being able to chase their dreams, uh, then we want to speak to that and be able to add some sort of value. Linda, a couple of days ago, we saw images of uh, Harvey Weinstein being arrested mm. um, and, and, you know, following all the sexual harassment charges against him and, you know, going to jail potentially and all of that stuff happening. Um, and tomorrow's Becoming Legacy event is uh, focused around sexual harassment. Um, and, you know, we speak about this and then we say Me Too movement and then we know locally there was a lot of conversations that happened around the time of the Harvey Weinstein thing in our South African context around what women were going through in the entertainment industry, in industries in general because it is everywhere. Mm. Um, so what is the importance tomorrow for you and why are you lending your voice to it and your, and your time to it? Um, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, I can't really say it's late, but there's certain things that I would like to just kind of like, uh, reflect on if I, if you will. Um, one of the most important things for me, and I know it sounds like it's like a, a strange bombardment of, you know, um, craziness, but I honestly firmly believe that the mistake that some people will make about this industry is not taking it uh, as a, as a proper industry insofar as the education of knowing how to become an actor. When you are studying how to become an actor, there's so many other things that you're learning in that process. You're not just learning about, you're not just going onto a set or are into a stage and saying, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm passionate about. When you are going through the rungs of learning what it means to become an actor, there are certain things that you are learning within that. And when you are a professional actor, as a result of all of that education that you've gained, you then also understand the importance and significance of a person called an agent. So there are certain tiers into what one person can have to fight against. Mm. So in an example, say for a person who is ill-equipped into, insofar as how to become an actor and they're just passionate and someone said, you're beautiful or you're handsome, jump on board. You'll love this. It's such a joy ride. They don't know the etiquette of, of a set. They don't know the etiquette of a stage. Mm. So they don't know the etiquette of an audition. So for them to walk in there and then someone puts them in a compromising situation, their assumption is very different compared to a person who has got some background information insofar as how to actually be a professional person in that, in, in that field. So for me, I think that, you know, highlighting things like that is very important to the youth mm-hmm. because a lot of people candidly walk into this industry without taking into consideration that it is a full-on profession. Mm-hmm. Understand that it's a full-on profession and understand what the sphere looks like. Once one finds themselves, if, for heaven forbid, one does find themselves in a situation like that, I think they would uh, maneuver through something like that with a far greater knowledge than a person who does not know. Mm. So, um, for example, if you are worried that someone is calling you for a one-on-one, say, no, I've got an agent and my agent is always representing mm. me. I'd prefer to go with my agent. You need, that gives you a buffer, for mm. example. I'm not saying that that's the only, that's the accurate way and the only way, but it is an, it is an option out there. So, Knowledge is power again. Yeah, absolutely. And Sean, we've seen an advent of subjects like life orientation become bigger and bigger in the South African curriculums in terms of what young people are learning over the past few years. But certainly there's a lot to be done outside of just maths and English and science around like 
life in general and what people are like. Um, and I would imagine that's where these conversations start to come in, in terms of, you know, South African youth have to know how to do maths, have to know how to do English, but they also need to know like what the world looks like. Because when we look at the statistics of domestic violence, when we look at the sexual harassment stats in our country, I mean, they are astronomical. They are just off the charts, unquantifiably imaginable. So clearly there's some disconnect between the education that can prevent or potentially prevent the ridiculous statistics that we have. No, definitely. I think what we find is that a lot of kids, especially at a school level, there are these subjects that they get to to be a part of. And luckily, the curriculum now allows for life orientation, which is your more... In fact, we get invited into the schools within the life orientation subject. Cool. So they give up that hour to us, for example, you know. And what we find is exposure is one of the biggest tools that we can offer these kids, you know, because... When you are learning in a classroom, you, you, you only get what the textbook can, can really give you. But it's when you get to go out there and see it in action mm. is when they actually begin to understand what it is that the world is like for real, you know? And so oftentimes, like again, back to wanting to do practical things for kids, we're constantly having conversations with partners and corporates and things to open doors for them to get into the space because I mean again back to my personal mm. journey it was being allowed to be in the space that gave me the start in the industry and I learned on the ground so I am one of those examples of people that didn't study first and then go into the industry I studied later on while mm. working yeah. but I got my start because somebody said yes and it was that exposure, working on sets, working in studios, being able to experience it that gave me the kind of starts I needed. And that's what empowered me. And so we're constantly leveraging these exposure elements to make sure that our empowerment of kids aren't just with words, isn't just in classroom environments, but actually gives them real world uh, experiences that they can actually, you know, make a difference with. Hmm. We're going to wrap it in a second with the, all the details around uh, tomorrow's panel. But Linda, for you, um, what, what do you want to get out of what happens tomorrow? What is it that you want to inspire? Um, because certainly it's not something that you would wake up wanting to necessarily speak about. And there's a lot of emotional prep that you're going to have to go through and a lot of prep you have to do in order to speak to this. Um, but do, is, are you doing this in response to the fact that you think that young people sometimes just get so excited by something that they don't always stop and really think about it? We're living in this day and age of everybody wanting to be famous. So are you trying to sort of slow down people's rush to that, get them to think more consciously? What, what's motivating you? Definitely, that would be a huge motivator to, to make them think more consciously and to also have a realistic understanding of what this industry is all about. But more importantly, I think it would be lovely to, to instill within them an understanding of a sense of self. Um, the more you are a person who understands themselves and a person who has greater integrity and self-love, the, the less likely, hopefully, you will be to find yourself in situations where you're allowing someone else's power to dominate you. Mm. And just a final thought from you on this sort of perception versus reality, because we're living in a day and age, every young person wants to be on TV, wants to be in your shoes. Just the, the reality of it from, from your perspective, and I'm sure you'll touch on this uh, tomorrow, um, in terms of what it actually looks like. We're not all living on Instagram. Oh. It's not real life. Just affirm that for everybody so that they're fully aware. I can guarantee okay. you <laughs> we are not all living on Instagram. Okay. I promise. <laughs> it's not real life what it's we see really on It's really not Instagram. real life, yeah. no. Uh, and I will also <laughs> highlight the fact that we are 
doing it's our job it's not us yeah that is important for people to understand being an actor is a career it's yeah. not it's not a lifestyle yeah all right uh, sean tomorrow give us all the details how do we connect on social media all of that let's do the plug Okay, our website's www.becominglegacy.com. Our social handles are also at becominglegacy.com. Tomorrow's event is starting at 1.30 p.m. Uh, it is going to be at the Atlas Studios in Bromfontein. Which is a great venue uh, choice for something like that. <laughs> Very fitting. Yeah, no, we're actually right next door to AFTA, who we have a bit of a relationship cool. with as well to leverage some of their actual students coming through and being part of the audience. So we can actually hear from from them, you know, and, and what they faced or, or, you know, expect to be facing. And So, yeah, like you can catch us Instagram Facebook, Twitter, we, we're on all of those things. And, uh, yeah, anybody that's able to come through and, and finds themselves in that part of the world tomorrow, please feel free. We, we welcome it. Epic. Well, uh, Becoming Legacy is a youth empowerment platform that aims to positively impact South African urban youth with a message of hope for their future. Tomorrow's discussion will focus around uh, sexual harassment, specifically in an entertainment context. Joining us there to tell us a little bit more about it is the Linda Sokulu and, of course, uh, the founder, Sean Nadu. Thanks so much, because, I mean, it's not like everyone wants to have this conversation, but, like, <laughs> the stats say that you should be having it far more than you're having any other conversations. So uh, thanks so much for hanging out. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Us. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.